Welcome to From the Beginning, a podcast for kids to see how God has loved them from the very beginning and given us his word so we can know how we should live for God, love others, follow Christ, and make a lasting difference in the world. I'm your host, Seth York, and let's start where all good stories start, from the beginning. Hey everybody, I'm here with my daughter, Stella. Say what's up, Stella. What's up? I said, say what's up, Stella. (laughs) (laughs) Dad. No, okay. (laughs) All right, how old are you, Stella? Nine. Very good. What's your favorite thing about being nine? Um, It's a good age for everything. You're not too old, not too young. Okay. What are you, like when you say that, what comes to mind is something you get to do uniquely because you're nine? Um, I can still play in lots of stuff that I couldn't if I was a different age. Okay. Like what? Um, like I can still fit on the slides at Kids Place. Hey, nice. Uh, we love Kids Place. Okay. All right. I've got a question for you. Another question for okay. you. If you had a car, right, mm-hmm. and you were driving this car, yeah. and you could choose what kind of fuel it ran on, uh-huh. what what kind of fuel would you choose? Um, air. Air? Yes. You say that very quickly. Why air? Because it's everywhere and it's free. And are you currently paying for gas? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so free is means nothing to you, right? No. Uh, but but I appreciate the concept. You know, <laughs> yeah. you would want if you were driving a car, you yeah. would want. And it's a little better for an environment too. Oh wow! Good answer. Okay. Are you curious what my answer would be? Yeah. I think I would choose something like. Bananas. Bananas? Yeah. <laughs> Why bananas? So everybody driving behind me would just be, I think cooked bananas smell delicious. <laughs> would you, wouldn't you be, be delighted if you were driving behind a banana fueled vehicle? <laughs> I would, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. Cool. Well, thanks, Stella. Thanks for your answer. Your answer was better than my answer. (laughs) Your answer was funny. Okay, that means a lot. (laughs) So what do you think would happen if we put bananas in our car right now? Nothing. Nothing? Well, it wouldn't work. Oh, you know, it wouldn't work. So something would happen. Yeah, something bad. Something bad. Or what if you think, what what do you think would happen if we just tried to drive only using air? That would not run. That's called an empty fuel tank, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Have we ever run out of fuel before? Yeah. Well, we almost did. So, no. It's the answer for all you listeners out there. I have not run out of fuel with my family in the vehicle. (laughs) We almost did. Oh, yes. According to Stella. But if you don't have gas, you run out. And if you try to put bananas in your tank, you don't. You can't go anywhere. No. Right? Because why? Because it's not made to do that. It's not. It was created to run on gasoline. Yeah. Right? Our vehicle was created to run on gasoline. Yeah. And if we try and fill it with something that it wasn't created to be filled with, it creates dysfunction or bad stuff. Is that accurate? Yes. Right. The same is true with you and with me. We were created to be filled with something. So when we try and fill our lives with stuff it wasn't meant to be filled with, 
then just like filling a car with something it wasn't meant to be filled with creates dysfunction for that car, we create dysfunction for ourselves when we are filling ourselves up with the wrong thing or we're trying to make ourselves be motivated with the wrong thing. So in today's story, we are going to see exactly what we were created for. The first thing we behold, how we relate to other people and how God created somebody to be a helper for us or us to be a helper for. So listen in while we look back on creation. People create things every day. There are buildings being built. There are cars being made. There is food being baked. There are Legos being constructed. Everything that has been created started in the same way, with a design. Sometimes designs are in our head when we sit down to craft something, or sometimes designs are in the instructions on how to make a, that special Lego set. But sometimes designs are very complicated 3D drawings on a computer that let workers know how to build a skyscraper. All these designs have something in common. They tell you how to take something and make something else out of it. But that's not how God made the world. Yeah, he had a design, but he did something no one else could do. He made something out of nothing. He didn't build the universe out of rocks, clay, wood, or stone, because those things didn't even exist yet. He still had to make them. He didn't start with water or ooze or goop or even air. Nothing existed until he spoke it into existence. But do you know what's really special about that time when nothing existed? Before even the first star was spoken into being, God thought about you. He had a design for you. He knew how tall you would be. He knew how fast you would run. He knew what color hair you would have, that your hair would stick up a little in the back even when you didn't want it to. He knew everything about you and he loved you. I love to think about this place with nothing but God and his love for you and me. Well, in this place, if you can call it a place yet, God was in the center of all of it. He was at the heart of what would become his creation. The Bible tells us that the world was void. There was nothing, but God is so big and so powerful. He didn't create like you and me with our hands. He spoke the world into existence. He simply said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning, the first day. And this is where I really think it gets exciting, where my imagination really begins to run wild. God created that light and time and it was good. But we look around today and we know he didn't stop there. And if you guys are familiar with Sally Lloyd-Jones, if you aren't, you should be. But I love how she gives the words to how God created. The next thing he did, he said, hello, see, 
Hello, sky. And a great space opened up wide and deep and high. Hello, trees, God said. Hello, grass and flowers. And everything everywhere was bursting into life. He made buds, bud, shoots, shoot, flowers, flower. And he called it good. Always. Everything he created was good. He called the stars to shine in space. And he made the sun to burn in view. All the planets and the moons spinning fiery globes of gas and fire and space dust and big rocks whizzing around the hot sun. Orange planets and blue planets and red planets and golden planets. And you know what? It was good. Then he made birds soaring and singing through the skies, flapping and fluttering, filling the air. And the fish swooshing and splashing through the seas like the coordinated sounds of a symphony. And you know what he said? It is good. I like that. Then God said, hello animals. And the earth was filled with the sights and sounds, swooshes and swings, flaps and flitters of all God's wild and wonderful world. And it was good and God loved it. And it was special because God made it that way. But you know what? God reserved one part of creation for the very last. His favorite part, his best part, you know what it was? He made man and he made woman. And he did it in a really unique way, different than he had created anything else. He reached down into the dust and he formed man and he breathed his very breath of life into that man. And then he took a rib from that man and he made woman to be his helper, his companion in life. And he made them in his own image. That means we, you and me, unlike anything else God made, God made us to reflect the very image of this God that existed before the very ingredients of the universe. And all the other stuff that he made, he gave that to the first man and the first woman, Adam and Eve. And God looked back on everything he had made. And you know what? It was really good. Based on today's story, I want you to remember a few things. God created the world. He created the world by speaking it into existence. We trust this to be true because we know God's character is trustworthy. His word can be trusted. Science confirms our understanding of creation. And if we trust him with our salvation, we can trust him with creation. Now, if you have more questions that can be answered by those simple statements, or frankly, I'm excited. You're an amazing, curious person. I challenge you to go and explore these questions some more with your mom and dad. There's no question too big that you could outwit God or outsmart the Bible. So don't be afraid to ask. Look into it. Study. Take it seriously. The next big thing I want you to learn from today's story is that God knew you and loved you 
even before he created the world. He knows everything about you, and he loved you so much that, that even so, thousands of years later, after he created the world, he would send his sinless son into the world to live the life we could not live and die the death we could not die to pay the price we couldn't pay for all the ways we try and put everything else at the center of our lives. And he was raised again to show that the payment was good, that he accepted it, and we can have eternal life with him in heaven forever. The last thing I would point out from this story is that God made man and woman to be perfectly suited for one another. God gave man responsibility, but even in a perfect creation, Adam knew he wanted someone else that would be able to do the things that he was doing. He wanted someone to help in the responsibilities that he had, that God gave to him. So God made a perfect companion to Adam, and he made Eve. Moms and dads living together and following God are a picture of what God created in the Garden of Eden. And that's a beautiful picture. And I'd be curious, what other observations did you make about the story? What things stood out to you as important or impactful? If you have questions, make sure you ask your mom and dad. I know there's few things a parent likes more than getting to talk to their kids about spiritual things. Now, let's switch gears a little bit. All right, Stella, if you could be present for one day of creation, what day of creation do you think you would have liked to have seen? The bird and fish day. Bird and fish day. That's cool. What do you think it would have looked like? All of a sudden, there's stuff popping up everywhere. Yeah? Do you think it would have been bright colors? Not really. No? Why not? Because it just cut into existence. They, like, come out gray, and then I guess they get their colors. Okay. That's interesting take. I like that. So you think they're flying into the sky, through the sky, and then and then the color begins. Yeah. Okay, so they come into and the sky like... the color as they age on. Okay, I like that. So they, they kind of are popped into existence like a, like a canvas. Yeah. And then God colors them. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Thanks, Stella. <laughs> All right, we want to end every episode with a joke. Yeah. All right, Stella. This is the first joke that they hear from us. They'll make so many assumptions about what we like and dislike based on this joke. Okay. All right. Are you ready with it? Yes. All right. What happens when a troll falls in the river? I don't know. He gets wet. <laughs> <laughs> the That's point good. of the joke. The point of the joke is that it's so you don't. You're not. Stop, you're not supposed to explain jokes. That's the first rule of jokes. <laughs> Yeah, good. All right, thanks, Stella. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of From the Beginning. I'm your host, Seth York, and I hope you have had an awesome day and a great time listening, and I look forward to being with you the next time. Remember, God made you, He loves you, and He has made a way for us to have a relationship with Him. If you ever want more information on what it means to have a relationship with Christ, talk to your mom dad, someone at your church, or get an adult and shoot us a message at FTB, that's from the beginning, that's what that stands for, FTB podcast at iCloud.com. And we would love to connect you with someone who can help you know more about what next steps might look like for you in your walk with Christ. 
Thanks, and we'll see you next time on From the Beginning.